0: Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. He's here. Ray Kelly, most famous police commissioner in the history of police commissioners. My father joins us on the phone. Hello, sir. Welcome back. How are you? I'm good, Greg.
1: Always good to be with you.
0: So, listen, um, I don't know if you heard what the officials said there in Texas, but they're acknowledging that. uh, it was wrong not to breach the door right away at least they're acknowledging some mistakes but they're saying oh in hindsight you know it was a mistake i don't know this sounds really really bad to me what is your what is your take of the police response right now to this school shooting
1: well we had the Cal- uh, Columbine shooting in 1999 i think it was 12 students killed and it was studied in depth and one of the big takeaways from that uh, event is that the police have to go in as quickly as possible. Uh they can't delay. In that case they delayed, waited over an hour for a SWAT team to show up, but not dissimilar to what happened uh here in in Texas. So uh yeah, they, they made a mistake. Uh it's a tough call to make, no no question about it. But you have to Go in and try to save lives as many lives as as you can, and of course that puts officers' lives at risk. No, there's no question about that. But that's sort of what you sign up for, right? And, uh, it's got to be, uh, you know, these decisions. As I say, they're tough, but they got to be made.
0: So let me ask you something. Um, you know, because it seems like have we over bureaucratized some of these police departments? I mean, even this small police department, I mean, they had pretty sophisticated gear. And, um, you know, the idea that a small police department has all this hardware, that they made it almost complicated. They're getting in their own way. And when you have all that gear, I guess you have to have some protocols. And I, I just, maybe they just should have followed their instincts a little bit more. I mean, when you acquire a bunch of stuff... Which they now have these police departments, you got to have rules and procedures. Are there too many rules and procedures? Have we taken the human element out of policing?
1: Well, that's a very broad question. I think in some instances, probably yes, other instances, no. You know, you're talking about using deadly force, and you're talking about, and you know, that means you know, potentially killing people. And this is in a situation where bullets are coming at you or potentially are coming at you. So I, I don't know so much about, about uh, over-regularizing it, you might you might say. But
0: uh, I, I... Uh-oh. What happened? Hello? Is he there anymore? Oh, something happened with the connection. All right. Do me a favor. Did you hear that little jingle? I heard a little tune. I don't know what that was all about. Um hey some people are really upset about the uh, questioning of law enforcement and I'm sorry this is this is what happens this is what has to happen you can't just uh, let emotions take over and oh you know how dare you ask these questions no it's uh, it's very important and you just heard from one of the greatest cops of all time said that uh, mistakes were made and you this is what you sign up for risk comes with the territory and you know I just, I'm, I'm, I'm still at a total loss. That uh, oh, there he is. He's back. I don't know what happened there. We heard a little jingle. Hey, uh, you there, sir Ray Kelly. Yes. Yep. Did you ever have a situation like that? You ever have an active, an active shooter in a building with, uh, you know, in a complex situation like a school or a supermarket or something like that?
1: Well, uh, in New York City, <laughs> to the years, there's plenty of situations similar to that. Not, not exactly on on point. But you know, one of the things that you were, you were trying to say that they they had too much equipment or whatever. I didn't see any indication that they used any specialized equipment. I'm talking about the local police department, and don't forget the border patrol is a federal agency, It's not a local agency, not a state agency, and they're the ones that they were that they were waiting for. So in this word now, I understand that the state uh, state department of public safety was there wanted to go in and were uh told by the local police not to go in. Uh we were going to have to straighten straighten that out. But as a general rule, yes, you got to do some sort of assessment. You just don't run, you know, willy-nilly through the door, but you've got to go in as expeditiously as possible, and that wasn't done here. Is it and is it the kind of thing you got all these entities?
0: Is it like you got all these entities? You got you mentioned they got the federal, you got the uh, the state department of public safety, you got the local police, as they converge in some areas. I mean, is it just likely that there's going to be disagreement about how to proceed?
1: Uh, maybe. I think one of the things that they supposedly practice. We know that they had a major drill in the, the year two thousand. Now that should have been one of the things that we looked at, because there is coordination problems. even if there is coordination on paper, there's coordination issues on the ground. and uh, you know we saw that if you remember the marathon bombers in the, in Massachusetts, uh, all sorts of police agencies showed up when those individuals were trapped when they were in the in the boat. right They came, they fired shots, and they left. So coordination is always going to be uh, an issue. Whether or not it exists there, you know, we simply don't know. All
0: right. Listen, there's the music that you selected, by the way. I got two more questions for you. Do you mind? Especially about the city bikes. Can you stick around? Sure. All right. We'll be right back. Uh... Greg Kelly. Entertaining and informative. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hey, we're back with Ray Kelly. We were just talking about the situation in Texas, and I always wanted to get your take. Well, actually, I have some inkling how you feel about the bikes that seem to be overtaking New York City. Um, I've had three near misses with a bike in the past two months, I'd say. I mean, pretty damn close. Uh, How do you, from a public safety standpoint, it seems like we just embrace this bike thing without any real conversation or debate. And now they're everywhere, and they're totally uncontrollable. What do you think?
1: Well, I'll tell you, I had more near misses than you have in the last three months. Uh, We live downtown, particularly at night. It's uh, very dark there. And I can't believe, for instance, that so many of them do not have lights. All you see is a shadow coming upon you, particularly when you're crossing the street. And uh, I know many people have been uh, have been injured, and certainly some seriously. A woman was killed a few, were recall, not not too long ago. So they have to be regulated, either either now or later. Something's got to give here. Now, uh, you know, the question is, should the police be doing this type of uh, enforcement? Uh, they've got other things to do. They're down in in headcount because of the mass evacuation that happened uh, just, uh, you know, a couple of years ago after the George Floyd uh, death. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel endangered uh, myself on the street. And uh, I don't know if it's a licensing or at least just giving uh, summonses out. I'll tell you one of the practical problems, though, that so many of these people on bikes, particularly men who are making deliveries, they don't carry identification. So if you're going to give them a summons, uh, you've got to bring them into the station house. You've got to try to identify them or have someone come down to the station house with the identification. It can be an all-day event for the, for the police. Yeah. So you have to make some judgment as to how to use. Your resources. Well, I I agree. I think they're totally uh, totally out of control.
0: I have an idea. And as uh, you mentioned, the delivery boys, Uh, they're crazy enough. But you know who they're no angels are the yuppies. I call them yuppies. You know, the, the men and women on the bikes who are going to their white collar jobs and they're riding the city bikes. And there's one particular street I cross. And you know, I wait for the I wait for the red light. I, do, I the green light. I have to. I have to. Sometimes I have a baby carriage, and they go right through the red light. And they there they're, these are you know, they're these are like finance types. They're wearing their ties, and I'm like, hey, buddy, that's a red light. Aren't they supposed to stop? First of all, they're supposed to stop at the red light, aren't they? Bikes. Yes, absolutely.
1: They- you know, I, I was in uh, London a couple of years ago, and I was shocked. A big uh, a group of uh, bicycle riders had all stopped at the red light. They they all stopped uh, when there's a flashing signal or uh, a red light or stop sign in the UK in London. It's, it's such a it's such a refreshing sign of civility. <laughs> but uh, that's not that's not where we're at. And it's going to take a major effort to turn that around. And well- by the way, they've got a very
0: uh, active advocacy group,
1: uh, a few of
0: them. Oh, they're maniacs! Yeah. I know they're of, they, they're always getting on my case.
1: Yeah, a, a lot of clout in City Hall, and that's not just uh, this administration, but previous
0: administrations. Well, well, I have an idea. You know the city bike program, the city bike. You can rent them. You could turn that thing off overnight. You could you could you could penalize that program. Could be canceled overnight. I mean, technologically, it could be. We could lock up those bike racks. And we're getting to that point. It's crazy. I wanna and you can't ride these bikes in the in the freezing cold. Anyway, way too many resources. Well, I can't tell you how many people uh talk to me every day, Ray Kelly, and say they wish you were the mayor right now. Uh, <laughs> uh it happens all the time. Well, thank
1: you, Greg. It's uh it's a tough job. Uh no question about it. I saw it up close. And uh, I think it's uh, even much harder than it looks. Uh, so uh, I'm happy <laughs> with what I'm doing now. But New York uh, is in trouble. There's lots of things that are that are not going well for the city. And uh, unfortunately, I'm at least in the short term pessimistic as to where the city's going. If, you know, bikes, homelessness. Uh, crime. Uh, all these stores that are that are closed and probably will never reopen. Uh, you know the lack of people back in the offices in in the city. All of these things are omens of of uh, I think a, a very bleak future for the city. At least at least in the short term. I oh. certainly hope it's around.
0: Oh boy! All right. Well. On a brighter note, I intend to see Top Gun with you this weekend uh, with Tom Cruise. We, You and I saw the original back in 1986, and the new one is out. And I know you're a big aviation buff like I am, and I look forward to seeing it. With, don't see it without me, okay? Okay, the deal. All right, thank you very All much. My dad, Ray Kelly.